Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive-time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that course right. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and, and Clinton show. I love your show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I'll tell you <laughs> Whoa, what. what? Talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Q-Blade. Ah, The Drive is live and damn sure in color today, baby. And it's in the house. Oh, hell no, 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 man. What the hell is wrong with you? It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. It is. No, what the hell's your problem? I'm just, I, I can't stop thinking about A.J. Brown only catching four footballs. Oh, get over yourself, man. How much you put on that? Too much. Hey, what did, he get, what did he catch him? Four? I told you four in the first. He caught first four in the first. Four in the first quarter, man. Two or three on that first drive. And then Tyler decided to tweet about it, <laughs> and he didn't have another catch after Ooh. that for three quarters, literally. That's all Sean Pendergast this morning. He said, damn it, you're a jinx. Oh, man, it was brutal. I mean, it thought it was. It's really not. <sighs> that's why I can't bet, dog. I can't do it. That's a t- That's one of the worst beats I've had in a while. You like, you don't know that all of the other team's quarterbacks are going to die, <laughs> and then next thing you know, they don't have to do anything offensively. There's no reason to throw. There was need to do anything. I mean, I thought I would at least get the, – the beautiful thing about it was, was – Couple of them catches early were just little bubble screens, Force, and I was like, "Oh, this is a big part. This is a big part of their game plan." So I thought, even though that the game the game shifted, and I thought, man, and, and Jalen missed him on a touchdown on a go route. Yeah, he, uh-huh. he had him there. That would have been five. Yep, got you over. Yep, wow, yep, yep. You put a hundred on it. No telling. I did. What Tyler I already did. came off at hot hundred too. I paid my bet. Did you? Uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't put anything on it. But it's a great day. I'm still. Waiting. It is. Hey, it I'm is. still waiting on a bowl game bet. Great day. Had a cigar. Oh, yeah, I do owe you, don't I? <laughs> I forgot all about that. Had a cigar last night. It's a great day. Beautiful day, folks. Uh, what kind of cigar were you smoking? Oh, hell, I don't know. I just bought it. So, I guess that means you went cheap route, huh? No. AFC Championship, and you're going to go. You actually, gonna... I didn't, actually, I didn't even buy it. This is an older one that's a gift <laughs> from somebody. I don't know. You found it. You, you, you thought about I, it. I have a cigar box that some people, have, I think, I think Ian, I think one of my best friends bought it. Ah, no telling how long that thing's been sitting there. What is it called? I don't know. A cigar box? I got yeah, I got a little box. Yeah. Maybe call it something else, but I call it a cigar box. 
box that has my cigars in it. <laughs> rectangular like a box. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I didn't know if it was a box or a humidor. No, I didn't want to deal. No, it ain't. It's not a little fancy box. No, it ain't fancy. No. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Good time last You week. just saw that KC dub and thought, hey, hey, man, I got a cigar somewhere. Let well, me I had that a, thing. well, no, I mean, I had to, you know, there was so much talk. I had to, I had to mm-hmm. you know, pour one out for Joe. I know Joe likes to get the cigars. Just wanted to shout out to Joe either as, as well. And, Pat said he didn't have one. I, well, I got one. I got one, Pat. Don't worry. Arrowhead my ass! There you go. That's good, man. But can we start right there, by the that's way? That's good. That's beautiful. Can we start oh, right there, Because you played the, the hell way. out of it Friday, didn't you? Played the hell out of it Friday. I mean, I just, no, not Arrowhead. even. Arrowhead. Can, can we start right there, show? We can start wherever the hell you want to start. And, and I, maybe I'm, I'm mistyped. We'll to, I'm, I'm we'll mistyped get, here. We'll get to D'Amico right we'll, we'll, there. We got an AFC Championship game, man. We'll, we'll get to we'll D'Amico. Get we'll, we'll get to the report. Here's the deal, man. Like. They should have left Pat Mahomes out of the Burrowhead uh, defense. I said the Chief. Like, Pat Mahomes handled the Burrowhead stuff after the game. That was super lame. Hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here. What'd he do? I mean, it, it just was It was noncommittal. It, luckily, Kelsey came up and saved you. I was about to say, right like, hey, yeah, but that's Pat. I mean, Pat just said yeah, it's but, but Arrowhead but, but, Stadium, right? But, but you got to, like, like Pat, Pat would have been better off not even mentioning it. But Kelsey came up and saved him right there, and that was cold blooded. And then Kelsey gets on the stage. Was that on the stage when he said, "Tell, oh, the, tell the mayor of Cincinnati"? Yeah, he went head. rock on him. Went straight up, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Pat, Pat Arrowhead Stadium, right? Yeah, yeah. but Pat, Did you got hear Frank Clark afterwards. Frank just don't don't care. Like we we trying to do a television program here. Frank Frank <laughs> dropped five f bombs. <laughs> I don't know where I don't know who that they oh, think they are. I mean, nah, it, hey, I'm sure I'm sitting there at that game. I'm watching it. It's like. Pat just like he's so non-committed, like he doesn't want to commit to like talking trash, but so he just kind of tiptoes through it. Yeah, it was like, passive aggressive, and then he it. did it again. On, like he's almost like did it again on the stage. Like, hey, just, just don't. You'd be better off not even saying. You're passive aggressive. You're Pat Mahomes. You'd be better off not even saying anything about it. He's passive aggressive. Did you hear then, the cigar shot he took? No, I didn't hear he that. He said, one. "I mean, we don't have any cigars." You know, that's what Joe and them like. <laughs> you know, they was lighting up cigars after they won the divisional hey, championship. But Travis, and, and, and then I, and then uh, what's his name too? Chris Jones. Chris Jones, you see his, his I'm, I'm guessing you saw his interview too. He he just, I mean, he said, don't He said, camera, get real close. I'm going to get up in this camera. In don't you ever disrespect Arrowhead ever yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burrowhead. He did. <laughs> he, yeah, he did. He had an interesting get up afterwards. He had some bears and stuff connected to his jacket. So it was an interesting get up. No, man, I believe it is called Arrowhead Stadium. So, uh, yeah, you wore out Bur- Burrowhead, but, uh, that's all right. Burrowhead my ass! <laughs> Beautiful dog. He was on that one, baby. Called that man a jabroni. I didn't know he was still <laughs> There ain't there. no doubt. Called that man a jabroni. All right. Uh, but here in Houston, uh, what transpired in the NFC Championship game is a little bit more important because it means that D'Amico Ryans is no longer uh, having to focus on uh, the Super Bowl or games. He is open and ready to go, and uh, Ian Rappaport reported on him talking about the path is clear for D'Amico Ryans. This is the latest. Uh, this is courtesy of, N- courtesy of NFL Network. D'Amico Ryans, who late this week emerged as the favorite for the Houston Texans head coaching job. Of course, his season is over, his team season is over, which is all bad, except it does clear the path for him to be named the Houston Texans head coach at some point later in this week. Here's where it stands. He is considered to be the favorite. The Denver Broncos, who also had significant interest in D'Amico Ryans, after interviewing him, they have received indication that his attention is headed elsewhere. Houston, of course, where he played a former second-round 
former linebacker and a former captain there. So he's going to do a second interview with the Texans this week. Assuming all goes well, and it should, he will be named the Texans' next head coach, the second hire of this cycle. All right. Uh, so it, 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 as we were hearing over the weekend, it looks like this is – this is a this is more of a formality and will be announced soon. Uh, and, it, and we're even hearing that he could be here meeting today, um, as well. Reports are out there, so it looks like Clint D'Amico Ryan's is going to be the guy here. Yeah, it looks like it, man. According to the reports, it looks like it, and it's it's one of those where you know, arguably the number one uh, head coach candidate in in this cycle. Um, clearly the, the deep roots here in Houston, the history here in Houston, I think is a, a, a big, big play. Now I'm not saying that's why he's getting, let me be clear here. And we talked about this in, in, in earlier shows. Like I, I don't want in any way, shape or form anybody to misunderstand D'Amico Ryan's is a hell of a football coach. That's why he's getting an opportunity. But when you talk about him getting the opportunity here in Houston, you can't have that conversation without also mentioning and also talking about how powerful his past his history Absolutely. here with the organization whether you're talking about ownership or the fan base really really is so again not minimizing him as a head coach candidate I think it's I think he's he's it's legit top candidate in this year's cycle as as you can get uh with or without the history in Houston but when you when you link Houston to him directly I think there's a lot more to the the higher if and when it does happen um yeah, it, it's 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 going to be a hell of a day when 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 they announce this, even when they do announce it. Yeah, I I could hear uh, guys out there fighting Tyler's out there like this in this run or this time frame over the last several years, like this is like the first move where the fan base is all the way in. Like it felt like people were excited about Lovey at first, and I know that's hard to remember, but I think people were excited about Lovey at first just because. God, this this sounds like a a real head coach by way of Big what, Sandy, Texas. Compared to what we had, like you just felt it was a it was a step up from what you had. Yeah. But this one to me feels like Clint that the fan base is really behind this. Really like like if you were out, and I think there are some people who have maybe let their season tickets go. I know not some. I know, I know there is let their season tickets go. I think this is a move that brings you back into the fold if you were out. My question is. To you, Clint, is, and I, I don't even know if you can answer it, but it's something that we're going to learn is, yes, this is great and the fan base is fired up, but is this is this actually going to be the move to get the Texans out of this football hill? Like, And I, I think that is it. Is it just going to be, yes, the fan base is excited because they love D'Amico and he was their top choice, but is this actually the move? That gets him out of it. I mean, that's what we're going to learn. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, I, look. I don't know. I don't know that there's an answer to that, and I don't know that we'll know in, for another two years. Hell, it, you know, if they get him out of this the, the hole that they're in, um, I know this. I, I know if D'Amico Rhines is is half the 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 coach that he is believed to be, then then getting getting the Texans out of the basement essentially, get them back to re, get, getting them back to respectability. Getting them back to where they're competitive, at least in this division, um, then I, I I think he it's it's absolutely done when you hired D'Amico Rhines. Now I, I don't know him personally. Uh, I know he's a hell of a defensive coordinator. I know he's a hell of a football coach. But when you talk about a head coach, there's it's a different animal now. And and so we'll see if he's capable of doing that. But I do believe that he's he is a good enough football coach. Period. Don't need to put him on the defensive side of the football. Don't don't I don't need to go any further than just. 
a really, really good football coach that understands within an organization what needs to happen day to day so that you can be competitive. I'm I'm confident D'Amico Ryans brings that to the table. All right, come on, quit playing with me. What you got? What's on your mind? When you think about this, all right, now because we're getting close to it, right? Like, yeah, there's not many. Yeah. Jonathan Gannon all but took himself on out yesterday in his yeah. post game presser. D'Amico's going to be the guy uh, unless something wild and crazy happens. What? So what's 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 on your mind that you think? Well, I mean, I, I said it from jump. Any defensive minded head coach that's hired in 2022 in in the in the, in the NFL. I'm I'm immediately going to, okay, what are you going to do on the offensive side of the football? I need to be convinced that the offensive side of the football is is going to be addressed immediately with people that that know what the hell is going on. Not not a guy that that was a quarter been a quarterback's coach for a couple of years, not a guy that that hell, a couple of guys, you know, the the like the pass game coordinator with the San Francisco 49ers right now. Hell, I, I just read something where he and he, his name's been connected. By he, he just fli- he just flipped over to the offensive side of the football two years ago. Oh, he was a like, defensive coach. No, yeah, he came up in a def- in, a def- in the system and on the defensive side, and and then flipped over. Now, again, I'm just reading different articles about these guys trying to get familiar with them. But and that's Bobby Slowick, a guy yeah. that's been connected. That yeah, like like that 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 is one that you know I, I would uh, that scares me a bit, and and I I just uh, I don't know what the answer is. I, I just know when you hire a defensive minded head coach. If you don't figure out the, the 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 quarterback situation, if you don't fill out, figure out the play caller situation, there's only so your your ceiling is only so high. And so, look, I'm I, I love D'Amico Ryan's. Like I said, if he's half the coach that people say he is, if he's as good a head coach as he is a defensive coordinator, you you're hitting a damn grand slam. But D'Amico Ryan's has got to be really really good at keeping that offensive coordinator position filled with top-tier talent that are guys that are going on and, and moving on to be head coaches, guys that are getting interviews for head coach positions, and he's got to figure out the quarterback situation. Yeah, it, it's there – is, there is a thought of, like like what you just said, like this guy, what, two years ago was coaching defense? Like the thought of the coordinator who is over the offense and potentially over the young quarterback will be calling plays and working as the leader of an offense for the first time. Like yeah. that, the odds of that, not saying it can't work, right? I don't think Mike McDaniel called plays when he was with, with Kyle Shanahan, Kevin O'Connell, who's the head coach of the Vikings, didn't call plays with, with McVay. But at least they, like, ran the offense as coordinators. This will be the first time this guy's running, like, because it's, it's not a head coach that's an offensive-minded coach overlooking it. It's going to be you the first time calling plays and working with a young quarterback. That, that is, potentially. Well, the, that there's does, he, here's, he, here's the deal is is it's it's just a much bigger responsibility than I think people want to acknowledge. Like, you don't just go out there and get a dude from a system. Like, I mean, you, you Which just that's you, just been thrown around. All right, he goes. Yeah, you yeah. bring in. You know, I'm sorry, you bring in. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's and bam, he just brings in somebody from that McVeigh or Shanahan tree. Yeah, you 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 assume just because Mike McDaniel's in there and 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 you know that that they're that people have had success, you know, picking coaches out of systems that they're that that's just going to be an endless supply of dudes that can that can do it. And when, when you're an offensive coordinator, I mean, you gotta you gotta manage damn near as much as the head coach. I mean, you you've you've got. I'll argue you got to manage. Not as much, but but as vital of a positions as the head coach does. When you're the offensive coordinator, you got to make the quarterback work. 
The head coach ain't over there spending all day making the quarterback work, especially if he's a defensive-minded guy. Your OC has to. So that that guy, you know, to think that you can go get, you know, a Bobby Slowick that just has been a passing game coordinator in, in San Francisco and – and, and, look, that might be the guy, and it might be an absolute grand slam. I'm just saying that you can't just go in and pick. There's more dudes in these systems. You, let's say Shanahan. Let's say McVay. Let, you know, all these differences. There's more dudes that 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 can no more lead a man to to than a man in the moon, right? And they may be great offensive minds. They, they may be great, you know, with people in terms of, of, of teaching them the game and teaching them the offense. and yada, yada. But they're not offensive coordinators. Right, and so to think that he's gonna go pluck an old boy that he gets along with, he's got great chemistry with, and that guy's gonna be the next great offensive coordinator, and just think it's gonna happen. That's that's a bigger deal than 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 most want to acknowledge. You think that? You think a guy that's never called plays before, calling plays for the first time, that's a that's a big adjustment. Like absolutely, that's a- a- absolutely, because it's not just calling plays; it's it's designing plays. It's it's fitting that offense around the quarterback. It's it's when you get in game after you made this this game plan, you know number seven of the season around this this particular defense. How you're going to attack them? Okay, now timing is absolutely critical. You know, uh, you know at fourth fourth down, like last night was is a perfect example. Look at what Cincinnati did when Jamar Chase makes a great the, the great catch. Right, it's, it was a great catch. Don't get me wrong, but but look at the design. Right, first it was a fourth down call, and you had the guts to do it. But you knew they were going to double Jamar Chase, so you use a double move to get him behind a safety versus a coverage that you knew exactly where you, how you were going to get bracketed, and like that's those kind of things. There ain't dudes walking over the NFL that that know how to do those things, know when to call, make those calls. It's just. It's not as easy, man. It's it's a it's a tough deal, and you got to be a manager of men. You got to manage a room of of you know nowadays in the NFL thirty to forty dudes. You know, it's it's just it's it's not that easy, man. No, it's not. We'll uh, see. Yeah, those are those are major things. Now that we feel, uh, you know, comfortable that this is something that is going to get done. Now it's the nitty gritty of of uh, the questions and the wonders about what it means for other coaches, for other things, if D'Amico Ryans is higher. Coming up, uh, yesterday, the championship games, one really, really good, one just a a tough watch. We'll get into those coming up next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Come on, man. Come on, man. We'll see y'all in Burrowhead. Yeah, baby. Let that stick in your mind. We'll see y'all in Burrowhead. I mean, I feel like that should be retired. I, I, like, I, I think we got to stop. I think. No, but before we get, because the AFC, AFC NFC Championship games are, are, are were, were, were yesterday. We'll, we'll, we'll jump into those. Do you think that Burrowhead thing played a role? 
that the trash talk before the game Burrowheads. It was it was the Burrowhead stuff and, and, and other stuff. You think that you think that played a role in the game? No. No, look, maybe with the fans, you know, maybe with the fans in terms of getting them ratcheted up a bit. I mean, just I mean, about I, every player mentioned it after the game. Well, I mean, they're, they're asked about it constantly. And, and, it, and it becomes, here's the other thing. Like, I think even you two young punks, I, I think there's Thank still, you. I think there's, you know, there's just a, such a difference in the way these guys talk trash publicly. Like, all the Twitter back and forth that mm-hmm. went on and all that. Like, it, like I, I think they just, that's much more acceptable today than, than it would have been, you know, back in the day. And, and now it's, you got reporters that are that that are almost outraged by it, and then and then guys on the other end of the questions that are that are playing along with it instead of avoiding it. it I don't know. I, I I think I think it definitely probably played a role in in. I mean, it moved you as as a, a kid that grew up in Kansas City. It moved you. I, I know them folks in the stands but heard I, it and were heated. Oh, I just it just it was just like mm, they. I mean, every one of them mentioned. It. Yeah. Every one of them spoke towards it, uh, except Andy. Uh, spoke towards it. It was it was odd, but um, the 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 Chiefs won that game. All of them tight. Twenty. Th- this is the third. This is the fourth time they've played, and they've all been three point games. This is the first one the Chiefs the Chiefs have won in this game. What's the number one thing? Like the number one thing that you look at and say, this is why they won that game. Chiefs defense. I mean, the Chiefs defense was not only was Chris Jones. Huge in a huge moment, he got right? He's, he's a, he, he can be a free agent. Oh, his, yeah. We well, have his contract can be redone. Right. Yeah, no, he, well, he's he's just – he's stacking as we speak. I mean, look, it, I mean, what he was able to do in that in that moment was was big. But but I, I think when you look – there was a lot made about the, the Cincinnati Bengals and how many injuries they had had up front. They, they've been over like, – like Joe Burrow's been overcoming that to the in winning ball games, winning big ball games for a long time. Hell, right? Last year, not yeah, yeah. So, so I hate I hate that for them going into this ball game. They had so many offensive, but but to be honest, you, I looked at them like you've overcome it before. Yeah, they, had, you, they did it last. They beat the hell out of the the, the Bills last week with. It. So I only say that to say like I, I don't want to sit here and be the guy that's like, oh well, Cincinnati didn't have the old line. No man, they've overcome that and made monster plays. And they made a couple of big plays last night, but for the most part. Holding Cincinnati to 20 points in in that ball game, particularly the last two drives of that ball game show, the la- get, giving Joe Burrow the ball back in a tie ball game, not once but twice, needing nothing but a field goal. I thought for sure he's fixing to drive this at least get a, a long field goal attempt and take this thing to overtime. Not once but twice. One ended in an interception and one ended in a punt with 40 something seconds left. I mean that is that's what ultimately won this ball game is offensively whether we're talking about Pat Mahomes injury or we're talking about the 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 lack of weapons coming into the game and then losing the guys that you did during the ball game you weren't going to win a shoot you weren't going to win a shootout on the scoreboard this wasn't going to happen it, it, it wasn't you had, at this point you had lost your, a lot of your chemistry you had lost a lot of the 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 uh, timing that that the, the incredible timing that Pat usually has with his wideouts he he, he had lost all of that. And this defense went out there and had stepping up and balling in the secondary, had had a defensive front, young dude and Chris Jones stepping up and making big time plays. To me, this there's too much talk about Pat Mahomes, if I'm being honest right now. To me, this is about the Kansas City defense balling out against really one of the one of the most explosive, more dangerous offenses in the game. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Like Mac Max Sharping, if he gets 
60 snaps against yeah. Chris Jones, it's going to be a problem. I mean, I think they left Chris Jones to get to the point you're making because Chris Jones was the one. They had 38 dropbacks. They double teamed him 31 times. He had two sacks yeah. and eight pressures himself. Yeah. And 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 then the double teaming, like with Creates that opportunity for everybody. When else. that happens, is do you have other guys to go one on one? Then Frank Clark has a sack and a half. I mean, it was early. They had three sacks in the, in the yeah. first two drives. Yeah, and, and, and but the, the thing is, the thing is, though, show to that right there, like. I really believe that Zach Taylor and the Cincinnati Bengals came into this game and said, look, Chris Jones is going to get to you. Frank Clark's probably going to get to you. You're going to get sacked five, six, seven times this game maybe. But we're going to keep dropping we'll back, and we're going to keep dropping bombs. We're going to eventually get to their young secondary. We're going to eventually get some – and they got a couple of big plays, but to their credit, they 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 made them – they were unbelievably difficult tough plays. For, for Jamar Chase and and, uh, and T. Higgins. Did that pressure – did you did you think that pressure was bothering Joe? No, no, I don't it think it was bothering sense. him. I think it was just real. I think it was just in his in his head. You know what I mean? It was. It was. No, just, I just wondered if he made some throws. If he threw. The, if he let it. Well, the the, the one the, the one interception to his left. Um, the receiver. The, the, it was just it, it's it's hap, happens all the time. It, it's a corner route, and Joe expected him to stay over the top of the defender, and he broke underneath him, which which not only is a miscommunication, but it puts a defensive back in an ideal position to go up and make an, an uncontested catch. And and again, tip to cap to the DB goes up and makes a catch, man. I mean, that's the that's the part that I feel like you and I sat here and we knew that Chris Jones and them boys that some to some degree we're gonna get home. And we knew that that at to some degree Joe Burrow was gonna sit back there and get a clean pocket at some point in time or extend a play and have a chance to throw the football down the field. We knew those two things were gonna happen. What I didn't know was gonna happen was the secondary was gonna play well enough to not only turn him over twice, but also for all intents and purposes, eliminating just getting smoked on big plays especially and letting them run the score up. Especially if they lost their best corner on the second play of the game. Yeah. <laughs> to a concussion. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, the whole deal is just one. It was like, but I mean, wow. Yeah. Everyone's a, talking about Mahomes, though. Were you surprised by his performance? Uh, uh, and, no, I'll be honest. This is probably not fair, show, but I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't, first of all, I don't think it's a traditional high ankle sprain. Like, the high ankle sprain. Well, that, I, that's where I was going with it. Like, it's really, for, for me personally, this, it, look. Pat Mahomes, the dude that goes out there and 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 can routinely throw for four hundred yards and four or five touchdowns. That's that's great. So the fact that he threw for three hundred and two touchdowns, okay, yeah. Like I don't look at that game and go, boy, Pat Pat was amazing and Pat won that ball game. That was yeah, a, now they got through some things. They they struggled through some adversity that we don't typically see Pat and Andy have to struggle through. Now that's admirable. And he yeah, he opened up the game with that weird fumble. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so the, I, I didn't watch that ball game and like, boy, that was amazing, Pat Mahomes. The other thing that makes it tough for me, and this is probably unfair, I don't know to what degree he's hurt, but it's really hard for me to to to, to go, man. That dude suffered through four quarters of pain when the last play of the ball game was a, was essentially fifteen. He ran 15, 20 yards, outran NFL players, and didn't limp once until he got up. Like. I'm not saying he wasn't hurt, but I'm saying if you're capable of doing that to win the ball game, I don't know how much you struggled through the football game. I think the struggles were they lost Kadarius Tony, which is bigger than any any loss they had, and then on top of that, they lost a couple of other receivers that I think he at the very least had chemistry with Juju and yeah. McCole Hart. Yeah, you at least at the very least have have chemistry with those guys, and that was very very difficult to overcome. That's why, like, if you look at the second half. You know, outside of the one touchdown, it was like it, it was pretty rough, and and I mean, it was sketchy throughout. I mean, did I say first half, I meant second half. It was sketchy throughout, 
But when it when the game was on the line, right now, there's nobody better in the game than when the game's on the line, you need a field goal. Can he, and, and he didn't even do anything. Like in that drive, there wasn't nothing other than that run that was like, I mean, it was it was a good, good punt return. It was a a a good a good you know scramble by the quarterback and a, and a penalty, and yeah, so there wasn't nothing like oh my god Pat just no I mean it just Pat just did what Pat does critical moment tight ball game puts his team in position to win the game yeah I think it was he he was clearly hurt I I don't know if he had a, a, a like a high ankle sprain like we see that keeps people out yeah you know five yeah. six weeks um but he was clearly clearly hurting it's just the cast he was throwing it to man he he had a big first down with a guy who they just called up Saturday yeah from the practice squad and. Is that a tight end or a receiver? It was receiver, Marcus Kemp. There you go. <laughs> you know, it, it just, he was, you know, they were thro- they were running. I mean, Travis was lining up as a wide receiver. Yep. I mean, they had to use him as a wide receiver. They're only down. So, um, it, it was impressive. But Chris Jones was the best player on the field. And I and, and I think I think that that's the part that has to be acknowledged. All right. Arrowhead, my ass! There you go, Travis. Well done, Travis. Well Man. done. Well, he went up there. He had a couple of times he got in. Um. All right, we'll give you an update on the coaching circles around. Also, some news on a player that has been connected with the Texans. We'll let you know about that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right, The Drive here as we get you ready. The Texans, uh, they're, they're, uh, it, it seems like it's going to be close. It seems like D'Amico Ryans is going to be their guy. Other, uh, other uh, guys that the Texans have interviewed, Looking around the Cardinals, they're going to interview Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka. Uh, and Kafka's also been a candidate and interviewed for the Colts jobs. Uh, Colts job. Um, other places, Panthers and Texans, he's interviewed for. So we'll see if Mike Kafka. That is interesting. Like, where does Denver go? Where does Arizona go? Uh, we see the Panthers. They've got their guy. Looks like the Texans have theirs. It'll be interesting to see where those teams, where those teams go. When it, when it goes to look for a head coach. Well, Ka- Kafka, to hell with those teams. My, my show what I'm looking at is that Mike Kafka, brother. I, like, I, I, we talked about this last week. I, I, ho- I hope Nick and Cal, in their interview with Mike Kafka, uh, left with the thought of, we're not going to hire you as, a, as the head coach, but we will put a strong suggestion into the, our defensive-minded head coach that we're going to hire. I mean, how, how – how, What would it take for him to leave the Giants? Well, look, I, I, I think there is I think there is real value, although it doesn't have to happen all the time for certain guys. I do think there's real value in an offensive coordinator, especially a young one that's up and coming, cutting his teeth, to leave the nest. If you've got an offensive-minded head coach ahead of you, it, it, he's forever going to get the bulk of the credit while you're there. Now, you may get hired you know, regardless, and it, it doesn't matter, but can you go on – and no doubt about it, be the reason that a, a franchise is, is or isn't successful on the offensive side of the football. And if you are, if you believe in yourself and you've got head coach qualities, then taking that OC job somewhere underneath the defensive-minded head coach would be a dream come true outside of yeah. the head coach gig. So, look, I don't I don't want Nick Casario and Cal McNair forcing Mike Kafka on anybody or anybody on D'Amico Rhines if that is who they go with. But how good would it be? Well, you can how get good turned would on it with look? that? Oh, oh you can hell get yeah! On with that, yeah. Not, not only show, not only, not only the the fact that you're getting what appears to be a good offensive mind, a really good offensive mind in football, but your your organization, being the Texans, just took down two of the head coach candidates out of this cycle. One as a head coach, and then one as 
an offensive coordinator. So you 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 start the, the the rebuild, if you will, under a D'Amico Rhines with an offensive coordinator that, as of right now, is a head coach candidate. Yeah. Right. Instead of pick you know plucking somebody out of a system that nobody knows and you hoping you're hoping he works. No. He's called plays before. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, how how sexy would that be? Now, I don't know if Mike Kafka wants to, you know, would Take be willing chance. to do that. But <laughs> you, I mean, it's, I mean, he's, you know what? You know, I, you know what? I know we didn't intend to go here, but. Like when you say that, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, yeah, but does he want to take that chance? Like, of all right, I know what I got here in, in New York it, it, to come to a, a whole new place. Because I think if he, he stays there, I think he's still. But what if, what if Daniel Jones goes north or goes south, so, rather? Yeah. Or and, and what if they can't keep Saquon Barkley? And there's a like, how did like. Because I'm thinking to myself, if he leaves there and comes here and the office doesn't look great right off the bat, is he going to get head coaching opportunities? But as we saw, now I don't know if it, it would be the same, work the same for him. But, I mean, Byron left, which, I mean, in a year's time, the offense took a, a yeah. change. And, hell, he's not, not – not only has he not become a head coach, he's been fired as an offensive coordinator, and his name is not circulating around. So – I guess it isn't as easy as, yeah, but why would you leave? I mean, to think Daniel Jones is going – it's a guarantee that Daniel, Daniel Jones is going to be like he is next year. Yeah. I think that, that, that's not one to guarantee. So, I, I guess it's not as as big of a of a fault of, all right, let him come here, his own office. Because if they're just middle of the pack, I mean, I yeah. think people would be, oh, this guy's working miracles. Yeah, well, you? I mean, look, if he's if he was at all impressive in that head coach interview, they interviewed him twice. You got to believe they were impressed with him. Yeah. Um, boy, sitting, you know, getting getting the D'Amico Ryan's defensive minded head coach to sit down with him, assuming D'Amico doesn't have his mind set on 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 a particular guy on the offensive side of the football, wouldn't be a bad idea. Again, I, I'm not here for Nick and Cal to start start shoving offensive coordinator candidates down. D'Amico's throat. D'Amico's got to do what he wants to do, and, and hopefully they allow him to do that. I just, as a as a Texans fan, I'm sitting here going, the number one head coach candidate, D'Amico Rines, and another guy that you interviewed as the OC. Yeah, I'd be here for that. Yeah, I get pre- a guy out of the Kansas City out of, out of the Kansas City system, and at, at, with a year experience under under Dayball and, and with the Giants. Yeah, I, I could get excited about that. Yeah, I want to acknowledge this because I mean I I have had about thirty people send me this photo. And I see it that J this photo oh, that yeah, JJ yeah, yeah. Watt and D'Amico Ryan's JJ Watt just tweeted out a photo of him and D'Amico Ryan's playing. I've seen it on the text line. Tyler uh, Tyler was a uh, I mean full out sports horny about it in my ear. I could hear the tremble in his throat uh, when he said it. He said it in the back of my ear. Swing. He said it in my ear. He goes, "Go look." This is how he said it. Go look. JJ's Twitter two minutes ago. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance I've had, yeah. I've had three people DM me this photo Really? <laughs> and it's Watt, for those that haven't seen it It's Watt with Ryans What is it? Give, give it to What's that do for you? I oh, mean, it does a lot for me I mean, I mean, J.J. Watt's the best Texan that's ever played Obviously, he, he knows the pulse of this fan base and uh, is it, it like we knew he approved? Is that like a yeah. symbol of, approve, of his improvement? I'm just trying to figure out Like, we know he's going to be the coach 
I'm just wondering, like, oh, is, is that, God, J.J. and him in that photo. Is that an approval, or does he want to come play for him for a year? Oh, hey, now. <laughs> huh? Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> I mean, I think he's got one more year on an Arizona contract, but, I mean, I, I think Arizona could do the Texans a solid since uh, the Texans did such a solid with him. With, Shout uh, out with to Debbie DeAndre. the Texan. I saw her talking about him being on the coaching staff. Yeah. That's kind of – I cannot I – mean, I will, I will did, be shocked off my ass if J.J. Watt is, is on somebody's coaching staff next year. I, I tell you what, I, I'd love to see J.J. Watt and and, uh, and Andre Johnson in, in a damn suit on the sideline. Oh, yeah. now, I, I don't need you to be a coach. I, I don't want. I don't want you to be. I don't, I don't want you to be a a quality control guy. I want you to be in Cal Suite during the game and walking around on the sideline, uh, yeah. just breaking good bread, coming in, maybe talking to some folks. I'd really like to see J.J. Watt in a uniform one more time. You're not over that. He had yeah. double digit sacks this year, did he? He really did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that, they are desperate up front. Defensive end and and Stop. interior defensive happening. line. I'm just telling you, man. It's not, that's not happening. They're going. They're going to have. If D'Amico has that kind of power to pull to pull JJ out of retirement, show that they're going. There's going to be like right now. The Philadelphia Eagles got Indomitian Sue and what's the other what's the other fellow's name? They signed mid year. I can't remember. Yeah, they got both got seventy numbers. They, they got two old heads in yeah. there. They, they are going as bad as this defensive front is. They are going to have to go get a couple of old heads. Why why not make one of them ninety nine? Because he's retired. Why not bring him back and let him go out in style, man? I mean, I now, love it. I don't know. I don't think JJ wants to do it. I don't think boy, JJ it, does. It's sure, it's sure sexy, isn't you th- it? You think D'Amico has that? Listen, let me talk to you, JJ. Just need you. Listen, I'll, I'll, you'll have the Roger Clemens treatment. Uh, you, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta come to practice. Well, I don't think that's gonna be. That's not that, that ain't D'Amico gonna be doing that. No, we we, we need we need the JJ we need the JJ that comes to practice <laughs> and works. Well, hard. I don't think I don't think JJ gonna be here every day. I don't think you gonna get him to do that. Got to give him built in days off. I mean, we we can put something together, yeah, but to it, it, to it, it damn sure can't be the, the. You don't have to come to training camp. No, nah, well that now that yeah there that that may be. JJ's not doing that. That may be in the car. Why are you doing it to these? I'm people? just telling you. Yeah, I mean, I just lost their minds and got extreme. Extremely excited. I could it's see, I could see where JJ Watt was like, man, I got to get out of here. I got a little one now, man. I'm probably gonna, probably gonna you know, put another another seed in the another bun in the oven, and uh, man, it's time for me to move on, move on with my health. And then all of a sudden, his his boy D'Amico gets a head job back in Houston. He wants to retire Texan anyway. Had had double digit sacks. Body feels better right now. Got a place here. Come on, man. No, he's not playing. All the clowns are out of the building. The clowns he didn't like. Yeah, yeah. clown acts. He's, he's, he's. I don't know, man. It's not happening. Yeah, you like him to take over the leadership role over over Brandon Cooks. You think Brandon stays? I, you think D'Amico really? I don't know how they get rid of Brandon. Ain't on line. You've been on that. I just yeah. don't know how you get rid of him. He ain't, he's not good. He's not worth his salary. So do you? It becomes a conversation of with the Texans. Do you is do you eat? half that salary to move him or do you just keep him and hopefully have strong the problem with the Texans, like here's the deal with Brandon Cooks I would not be opposed with them for, uh, of them keeping him because he's a good player One, if, if he's going to be Brandon Cooks well that's fine you can be whoever the hell you want to be to be completely <laughs> honest with you what what can't happen is the organization consistently push him out there as a leader no He's just another dude in the locker room. Like you treat him he, like you do your left tackle. Yeah, he's an overpaid white. Yeah, yeah, no, I no, 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 no. That damn, they made him a leader, didn't they? Right. They well, no, but but I, you know what? I'm, I'm not even. Again, I'm not. I'm okay. You want to make Laramie Tunsil a leader? You you don't want to make him come to training camp? Okay, that's fine. I, I personally don't like it, but you, that has nothing to do with him being a captain or not. Brandon Cook showed you he is not a. Ain't, ain't nobody in that locker room over there 
following Brandon Cooks. You, and you certainly don't want to set that as the standard. After right. What he just so did. you want to just come in, be a player, and the coaches. I mean, you're just one of the dudes. You're not. You're not the face. You're not going to the podium every every Monday or Wednesday, or whatever the hell it was. You, you go out, you have a great game, so be it. If you don't have any catches, get back yeah, in line and, and let's Nelson. move on. You're That's just it. Like, you're just, even That's it. Steven Nelson. You're you're a high, you're over you're an overpaid two. And we got to and we just got to eat it for a year. That's it. I don't need you to mentor anybody. Uh, we, we we don't need any life lessons. We we don't need any leaders. You we got one. The head coach is going to be the leader. We we don't we don't need you know. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that because he's a good player. I mean, he's and he could be a damn good player when he a, when he gives a rip. That's my thing. It's also I need I need him to give a rip. Well, but but again, you treat him just like now. If you're not going to give a rip, and you're not, then, then we'll we'll address that accordingly, right? But but as as we see it, you get a good offensive coordinator in here, and you treat him just like everybody else. I mean, he's a good player, man. I mean, he he can go out there and help you win some ball games. I, now, I don't need my rookies leaning on him for advice, right? I don't need my locker room leaning on him to to figure out how to handle adversity and all that. No, we don't really need all that. Just come in and be one of the players. That's it. From the uh, Trailer Wilder Frame text line, uh, stop getting us football horny. Right. That's my job. My job is to get Houston football horny. And the Texans have made it very difficult over the last several years. All right? Let's say it so hard. We, fi- we finally, we that's, finally. That's my job. Yeah, my job yeah. is to get Houston football horny. We finally got a little something in the club that's going to get us turned on a bit, yeah. D'Amico. That's right, man. Come on through, How y'all feel fella. about a man twerking? Well. You know, if it's, if, if it's the future head coach of the Texans, if, if he, he so chooses stage, to twerk, so be it. If he got up on that stage and twerked, I'm I would think more. <laughs> you going with him, Tyler? If D- if D'Amico asks you, listen, the city. No, he's going to be standing next to him flossing with his own. They say, I'm not a twerker, D'Amico. Oh, I'll but floss my fl- cheeks and I'll twerk away. I'll do it all. You'll twerk? You'll twerk for Oh, D'Amico. I'll get my twerk on. You'll twerk for D'Amico. I'll get my twerk on. I think you need to make a video. I think you a D'Amico twerk. Hashtag, twerking for D'Amico. Hashtag twerk for D'Amico. <laughs> yeah. All right, see, consider it hey, done. Hey, let's hey, see what hey, you can get cranking, hey, man. Let's not do that. D'Amico might rescind this his uh, his acceptance of this. Like, or it could hell? speed up the, the process. Hell? What the, hell? Hey, what the hell has happened in Houston since I left? Are we twerking for It don't matter. We can't even get Cal and Hannah to come on the show. I can't get Cal to come in Twin Peaks and give away a damn T-shirt. I mean, look, it don't matter. What we're going to do? Let's go, baby. They're they, they going to they not come on with us? Hell, hell no. Hey, get, twerk for D'Amico. Just call, yeah, Pull that out. Twerk for D'Amico. Floss, floss or twerk for D'Amico? Which I just, I, and, I, I, and I'll just put it out there. I believe when D'Amico becomes a head coach, he should be on our show weekly. I just, I'm just throwing it out there. It feels right. Right, doesn't it? Feels right to me. I'm going to put my hands on this bathroom counter and see if I can't twerk a little bit, see what it looks like, see what it feels like. There you go. If D'Amico walked up there and said... I'm going to put my hand on this podium for a second. There you go. Anybody got some, anybody, anybody got some, uh, some old school UGK, I'm going to put my hand right on here. Anybody got that? No, that don't feel like this to Miko's lane. That don't feel like this is lane. All right, the biggest stories of the day here. Uh, who? Who deserves the credit? D'Amico Ryans. Who deserves, not even just who deserves the credit, how much credit do the McNairs deserve? for getting this done potentially. We will discuss that coming up next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.